We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. B. Mitchell Finley is presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit johnsellsdmv.com. Right now, time to get to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Right now, time to talk to our friend, Mr. John Keim, ESPN Commanders reporter and host of the John Keim Report. Johnny, what's up, buddy? How are you? What up, fellas? How are you? Good, man. We're doing well, man. We're doing well. I think um, probably the same for you. The Eric Bieniemy news is kind of dominating things right now. Uh, what do you know and what do you expect? Well, we know he's interviewing there today. Um, I would. I wouldn't. I was going to say I would expect something to be announced tomorrow, but I don't. I think even if you know who your guy is, there's always there are always details to work out. Um, whether it's money whether it's, you know, coaches, whatever. So that, to me, would be the only holdup. But I would, I'm guessing that we'll know tomorrow. And if I had to bet, I would say if, if it goes well for the enemy today, that he's the guy. So, yep. you know. If anything was to derail it, what would it be, money? Um, I, don't, I don't think money. It could be. That, and that's a good question. I think it could be two things. One, um, and I know like people would wonder about the ownership situation, but we already know what that is. He knows what it is going into the interview. So if you think that's going to be a hindrance, why go through, why even do it, right? Um, so I would guess it would be something more about control, whether it's, you know, I want to bring on these four coaches and, and Washington saying we don't want to lose these, these guys over here and not being able to work that out, and then not feeling like, well, you want to maybe spread your wings and get out of the Andy Reid shadow, is this the best place to do it? That's what I would think would be something along those lines, because everything else is known. We know that Sam Howell goes into this offseason as the number one guy. He knows that right now. So if you don't like Howell, then, then why interview? We know that the ownership situation is in question. If, you don't, if you're concerned about that, what are you going to hear in an interview that's going to lessen that concern? Because we know, we know they're going to be sold. So, you know, I, I don't know what, you know, so I think it would be something more detailed oriented. Um, does this seem a little preordained a bit? I mean, they waited this long. You finally have the guy in the building. Ron had said at the Super Bowl that he hopes to get things wrapped up this week. Right. It, it almost seems like one of those, as long as nothing 
goes right, terribly wrong, this is going to happen. Right. It does feel like that. And, um, you know, obviously the thing we always have to keep in mind is the connection to Andy Reid. And Ron Rivera places a lot of trust in, in Andy Reid and how he coaches, what he has to say. He, he leaned on him for advice when he was coming when, you know, about your second, your second coaching job and how do you approach it? He sought, he sought advice from Andy Reid. So I think he respects him a lot. So I think whatever, was, whatever you'd hear from Andy Reid would carry a lot of weight in this process. But so, yeah, it does, but it does feel like that. Like, you know, they, they've talked to what, this will be the eighth guy they've talked to. Um, and I think it's just like, this is the guy they've been waiting for. Although I don't know, I don't know JP that he was necessarily on the list right away. I think that kind of evolved and maybe it became like, I don't I not for whatever reason, I don't know that he was there right away where some of these other guys were. Um, and, but you, you know, think, you think in any way, the enemy got on the list because the reaction to the initial interviews to Zampezi and Shermer um, was so lackluster. Maybe. Honestly, I mean, we've kind of seen that sort of stuff before. Yeah, we have. And so it, it could be, and I also, it, that could well be, it could also be that, again, the Andy Reid influence and, talking to him, it could be, you know, I, and I don't, you know, I don't know. And it maybe was more quieter than, than we realized early on, or maybe you knew he wasn't, you couldn't interview him right away. So, you know, there was more interested to talk to others. I don't know, but yeah, it could be on any of those. So going forward, uh, Brian and I were kind of kicking this around. Do you think he gets the job? Where are you at on a scale of a hundred? I'm at, I, I'm at like 65, 35 that, that this that it goes to be enemy and it's done before we get to the weekend. And I think, Brian, you were at like 40, 40 it, it's done, 60, it goes so- sideways, or mm-hmm. 60, it goes somewhere else. Yeah. What do you, why do you think it would go sideways, B? I just think Eric Bieniemy knows I need to go here and have success. Right. You, you mentioned it earlier. If he wants to bring some coaches in, right. will he take some? We know Ron likes people around him that are indebted to him. And if Eric rolls in here without his guys, then it may not be a, a great opportunity. Right. So I think that something like that can be a hindrance. Yeah, I, I and I would agree with. I think that is the number one. If there's a roadblock, I would think it would be that. So I'm in that 65 to 70 percent range with it. Um, you know, but like I think we've all learned in the NFL, things change, and um, um, there are, there have been other times where you think something going into it and then it comes out a different way right so that's why like it's hard to go above that because the interview process just started so we don't know what and here's the other thing like what if they hear something from the enemy that they're not thrilled with and i don't know whatever that would be you know maybe there's something in that from their side they're just like yeah i'm not comfortable going in that direction with what you know with this roster with for whatever reason so until, you know, so knowing that going into this interview, though, I would put it at about 70%. And, but I think the roadblocks are exactly like what you would say. I, and so I mentioned I, this to JP I yesterday. I think money could be a factor. Money could be a factor, possibly. But money can, my, money's always a factor right. in everything. So, right. But I also wonder, if with, within the money, though, it's what, and I don't know, I don't know this. I'm asking the question more than I am saying there aren't any other. What are the other options for the enemy? I don't know. 
So, what does, and, you know, does he have any others? Like, and, and does, is there leverage for him within that aspect? So if the money isn't close, you know, um, or I mean, the money, if the money's close, does it matter? Yeah, I don't know. That, that's the only question I don't know in this situation. What are, what are the other real alternatives for him at this point? And I don't know that answer. John, were you in any fraternities in college? No. You've seen how fraternities act with each other, right? Yes. And I wonder if that connection, Eric Bienham is a Omega Sci-Fi, Martin Mayhew is Omega Sci-Fi. Could right. that be a little play that helps out a little bit? I mean, sure. I think, for, listen, I think any of that helps. I mean, familiarity helps. I think, um, you know, I think, I think Randy Jordan, I think, knows Eric pretty well. And so I think there are some others there that know um, Eric pretty well. I think all of that helps. I think connections always help, don't they? And and I think Absolutely. and I will say All like that fraternity and and I think that fraternity there's something deeper in the terms of connection that that does help. Yeah. It so, seems like just from the outside. The one thing I I've said and I wonder if you agree with and and let's be real, I mean you and I get to know players in depth over the years. Sam Howell's only been there a year and generally he was the third string quarterback, so it's not like we've talked to the young man a lot. But you kind of just observe and watch a person. Apparently, Eric Bieniemy is a bit of a hard ass, and and he's known for really preaching accountability. Right. And it, my assessment is, I actually think Howell would thrive in that. I'm curious how you believe that would go with the young quarterback. I I think I think it'd probably go okay. And here's the other thing. You haven't done anything yet, so you can't. You can't. You know. I mean, you're not Patrick Mahomes. Where you could make where you've accomplished something where you can't say this is not the best thing for right. me. Um, so I, I do think like, and I don't have a problem with someone coming in like that because I don't. I mean, I think when you haven't won and your your offense hasn't been good, and some of it, I don't. I got two thoughts on that. First of all, I, I like when a guy can come in and coach like that. I don't think everybody needs to be coached like that. There are a lot of guys in that offense who, you know, they're, you know, you're big time. It's not about their effort, but could it be something with the attention to detail? And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's where you can see that. And I'm all for that. I am all for that because if you have, like, if we hear that, well, the receivers are have to run these routes this way because you get on the same page with Carson, blah, blah, blah. Well, then how demanding are you, of that, and I think like that's a, that's a and that's just a general detail, for example. But and I don't, you know, but like you know, um, your steps off the line, your steps, all that stuff matters. So if you have somebody that's demanding the detail, that's good. And so I, I you know, um, now do all players need to be coached a certain way? I think you know, you guys know, like a lot, these guys are also adults, and they want to be treated like men, not just hollered at. But you know what, being treated like men mean that you're handling your job, and I don't have to holler at you. That's a thousand percent, and (laughs) and I agree with that. So, like, and I do think on this offense, there are a lot of guys who handle their jobs. You know, and so I, I, but they haven't been good, and so you do need something. I also think, like, I also think that the energy comes from your confidence in the game plan, in the game plan caller, right, or the the designer, etc., so if you're coming out of those meetings, like I think there needs to be more energy on this offense, but I think that energy also comes from the, the confidence you have in that person designing these plays 
So I think when you have more of that, you kind of practice and play a certain, probably a better way. I mean, John, um, think about yeah. watching camp this past season and receivers are all running the same routes and just cutting them at different depths. And we would right. look at each other and be like, does nobody care about that? <laughs> that well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. you have that going on and and you have somebody just like, that's, you know, we and, and I don't know what was being told to people in meetings, right? But, you know, we were at practices. I think you could use some of that. And um, so, yeah, I think it's like that's just one – that's an example. But I do think, like, if you have somebody that's demanding you to do certain things a certain way, whoever it is, then I think that's a good thing, and especially when you haven't won in a while. Right. Uh, speaking with our friend John Kime, Commander's reporter for ESPN. You can follow him at John underscore Kime, K-E-I-M. Uh, let's ask a little – let's talk a little bit about the sale. Um, you know, there, there, there are – this is – what leads me to believe that this thing is going to happen is the massive amount of misinformation swirling around at this point. Um, I, I still pretty much believe it happens next month. I know there are other reports saying different things. How are you feeling about the sale of this team? Oh, man. Some days I think I know, and some days I think I don't know anything. (laughs) That's how I I feel. But all signs still point to a sale at some point. And, you know, um, so I think even internally that's what you hear from people. Like, they certainly do expect it based on how – you know, whatever vibes are in the building or whatever. So I do expect that. So I, but I also wonder, you know, is, is he in a position? There's a couple of things. It certainly seems like the other owners are taking the tact of don't poke the bear, be quiet over here and don't poke it. Because if you poke it, what if he says, well, screw it. I'm just going to keep it then. Cause I do think they'd prefer him to sell. So, like, don't poke the bear and let it go through the process um, and, and, and don't prevent a sale. So, you know, I think there, that's one thing I think that's going on. It feels like, right, And you know, when you talk to people. Um, but, you know, I, I also do wonder if he doesn't get the price he wants, will he be okay selling it, knowing that do you have to sell right now or not? You know, do you, if you if you're only getting, let's say the final bid is 5.8 billion or whatever, and it's like, I you know you were hoping for six and a half, are you going to sell then? Because do you need to sell? That's a question I don't know. Um, but I still feel like you know I certainly would feel like that it's going to sell because you know that's I don't I don't know that anything is pointed to me saying otherwise. My belief is that since it's gotten to the point where it's gotten. I think it's going to sell at whatever the price is going to be because I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to be able to back out of it. I think I really believe these owners basically were giving him the chance to get out and save face before yeah. they have to vote him out. And and I think I think that could well be. And I think because then it depends on what happens if he's if they start to think he's not going to sell. Would they then say, wait a minute, you know, what kind of votes do we have here? And I don't know if they have 24 at this point. But would it be hard to get to 24 um, knowing that, like, you have this guy over here willing to buy the team and it's better for the league if, if, if he sells it? So I think you could probably get to 24 quicker than you could have a year ago. I, here's what I wonder. 
and I don't know anything, right? Just a dumb blog. Yeah, and I, this is yeah, we're like it's the hard part with this is, is exactly that. But I I often wonder when Peter King writes things um, for. Now it's NBC. It was you know right. it was <laughs> right. SI forever. Um, sad what's happened to SI man. What a yes, that, it is. <laughs> that was just the peak of the peak for so long. And Peter King does his ten things I think, and in subsequent things he thought, um, and I'm paraphrasing here. One of them was, "Gee, it seems like Dan Snyder should sell soon." And then the next one was, "Gee, it's been a while since we last heard about that Mary Jo White report." And yeah, I just if you think about yeah oh yes if, if, <laughs> if you think about Dan and how defiant. Always defiance was yes. the response. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're up for sale. Dan stops going to games. We don't hear much from him again. And it, it just it seems like something happened. There was an event that occurred. Yeah. And it seems like it occurred behind closed doors, certainly. But that event, something occurred. Everything changed. And now the Post is reporting Dan is putting in for residency in England. There's just... right. A lot of moving yeah. parts, and there, yes. And now the ultimate wild card is it's it's Dan Snyder at the negotiating table. So you never that, know. That's exactly sure that like. is. Yeah, and I, I'm with you on all of that. And it's just like when Al Michael said something during the broadcast when they played the Bears, right? Yeah. And it's the same. You have you come away thinking, why is he saying that? And you know, and I think you, I think that Mary Jo White report. What's interesting, JP, is that. You know, why hasn't it come out yet? Are they, you know, and you part of me just says, well, is she still working on this? Or is it something that they're just kind of holding over to kind of force this? I don't know. But it, but everything makes you wonder why hasn't it come out yet. Now, it could very well be because it was all spawned off the Tiffany Johnson allegation, which you know, does that investigation take a year to determine all that? Because there's only a few people who actually were witnesses to anything. And there were so two people she, willing to say that. Correct. Correct. So, and was, so, but did her ex- investigation expand? And then if it did, what, what, what was, what more may have been learned? I think those are all the questions and we don't know the answers to it. Right. But again, we, we all, all you do is ask the questions because it makes you wonder. And when you have an owner in a situation like this, then are they, you know, how is that report being held? Are they going to hold that until he sells and just say, we won't, you know, and we don't know, like, again, speculation and, and just wondering, like, mm-hmm. are they going to, are they holding over his head? Are they going to with, withhold it? Do, what do they have? Do they have anything? Because you hear a lot of things with You hear that. a lot of and stuff, man. You hear a, a lot, lot of, of things have changed up, though, the way things have been acting you know, yeah. and been working. I really believe when things yeah. change that drastically, Something else has been said. The, I'm well, sure you I, get the text, and I get the text. And be, yeah. uh, the amount of stuff floating around is sure <laughs> crazy. It is. And so, the, you know, but I think you have to kind of separate all that. What we know is they put the team up for sale, and we know there are bidders, and we know there are people who want it, and we know that it certainly seems like there's a I'm done here um, feeling. Um, so, you know, knowing all that, then you kind of go – like, you know, you kind of say, like, I still think it's going to sell. I don't, I don't know that we, ha- we have, I don't think we've heard enough to say it's not going to sell. Right. Right. So I, I just still, I'm still going there just a matter of when and then to who. 
All right. So, Last question, John. No wiggle room on this. Straight up, yes oh, or down, geez. binary. Are there aliens? <laughs> John, yes, I work with one. <laughs> I'll say no. Oh, John's on T. You're, you're with Brian. You, you don't believe it. I believe they're they're here, and I'm hoping they're friendly. Thank you for the time. They've been dude. here I appreciate since it, man. the year you were born. Hey, by by the way, and going back to the to um, uh, the BNA Mayhew connection, I mean, if he gets it, and it is the you know it's the Mega connection, it would be kind of cool to do it. Is it they, they, it's the Atomic Dog, right? That's, yeah, that's what, that's what they dance I mean, off if he of. comes in, if he comes in doing that, like, <laughs> you, that would be phenomenal. Phenomenal. <laughs> I, I, you know, that would be John, you know oh, more. You know more than you let on, man. Oh, dude, it's like I, I, I they will. I, I, I wish I could do that, but I'm not. So I think that's. Cool. I think it'd be. I think it'd be an, a, an absolute W for a press conference. <laughs> Thank you, Kime. Appreciate right, it, brother. Dude. Take care, man. Thanks, guys. All right, that's our friend John Kime. That would be funny, wouldn't it? At John underscore Kime. I want to read this specific. Peter King stuff when we return. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitch and Finley. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.